Are you a prepper or homesteader looking to connect with like-minded people in your area? Looking to start your own preparedness group? Already have a group? Well, look no further than PrepperNet. PrepperNet is dedicated to personal responsibility, individual freedoms, and being self-reliant. PrepperNet has monthly meetings in over 100 cities where you can meet and learn with like-minded people in your area. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. Find us online at PrepperNet.com. Survive. Thrive. Stay alive. It's time to get prepared with the Prepping Academy Podcast. All right. All right. All right. I didn't even want to say that. That's from, um, what's that guy, the actor that says that? All right. All right. All right. right. Matthew McConaughey. Matthew yeah, McConaughey. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Hey everyone, welcome to the Prepping Academy. I am Forrest. We got Uncle Buck on, on the line with us here. Hello. And um, this is our fourth show. It's going fast. I mean, it is. I am surprised that Spotify hasn't caught us yet. I know, I know. They're like, I mean, Forrest must, is a new, new Joe Rogan. <laughs> no, 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 no. We, we, we. We, I mean, they're, they're <laughs> literally must have their lawyers putting the paperwork together. I, I think so. For the offer. <laughs> I think so. Uh, you know, now that, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, gosh, that should come anytime now. So, and we'll, we'll split it, you know, 70, 30. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm kidding. Hey guys, again, we are the prepping Academy. Um, subscribe. Give us a five-star review that helps with the algorithm people. Um, give us a like if you're on YouTube watching. Um, so we are on YouTube. If y'all want to watch us, our goofy little selves, or you can just listen to us on the podcast. It doesn't matter. Just take our information and and change the world. Um, <laughs> right. Agreed. Agreed. There's no, I mean, there's, there's no fee for, for, for listening, right? I mean, it's, it's all, yep. it's free content for you to absorb, to get better and raise your game. So the fee, I guess, is to j- just to pay it forward, like it, share it, um, tell your friends about it. Yeah. Oh, we were going to come up with a tagline. Did you, have you thought through that yet? No, Mm-mm. no, not yet. Not yet. We'll come we'll up, come with, up something. with something, we'll something, yeah. with something catchy. Maybe, maybe we throw that out to uh, the prepper net meeting and see, um, I don't well, maybe we just get too many responses back. Look, that's a bad idea. You didn't like mine. You didn't like mine. Survive, don't die. No. <laughs> Straight to the point. <laughs> okay, maybe that's not our tagline. Survive, don't die. Okay. So well, let's get let's yeah. get into well we'll we'll talk a little bit about um the uh, um, preparedness training plans, but we'll, we'll get into the, the topic here. I think we were talking about, I don't even know if we talked about this online. I think it was offline about how um, some members, members of the PrepperNet thought I was, I was a fed. <laughs> I was part of the FBI. Yes. <laughs> and she, Mer- uh, she's laughing in the background right now, but um, yeah. I, I'm not for the record. I'm not despite um, kind of probably looking like it at, at times, but, uh, I, yeah, I, I, I'm not, I did apply for it. Um, and I went through the process. I think I was telling you guys about that. And this is when I was in Seattle and, um, went through the, there's a phase one and a phase two. And I went through the phase one process. Um, it was going to investigate white collar crimes and, and all that fun jazz and, um, uh, made it through qualified for the first process. Mm-hmm. And then I, I got a good opportunity back in North Carolina that, um, I departed and, it was too good of an opportunity to pass up. So I moved back to North Carolina and then I never heard from them ever again. They just vanished. <laughs> well, I'm I'm going to bring something up that is kind of, I was investigated by the FBI once. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, the SEC, the FBI, IRS, um, all of them. Yeah. I mean, it's passed. They found absolutely nothing, but in one of my companies, I took an investment from someone outside of our country, from Canada, and he had some dirty money, and they were just following the money trail. And um, they all came. I, I talk about that on, on a. Uh, I don't know where. I don't think I've ever talked about it on a podcast, but it was it was tough going there for a while. But we got they. I was clean as a whistle. That's that's good clean living is what they say. That's good. It's good. Real good. So 
so as we, we, we get ready to jump into the preparedness um, training plan, one of the, the things that came up was, you know, heritage life skills. So I, I went to that last year. I thought it was awesome. That was great. And so for, for those that don't know uh, heritage life skills, it's essentially, um, I think about a three day camp and you, you essentially just skill up, you get to learn mm. and you get to, um, uh, meet a lot of different folks. You get a lot of good training, a lot of good content, uh, and it just kind of broadens and expands your, your, um, your horizons on preparedness. So I, I don't know, like, was, was there, um, I, I heard we're not, it's not going to be happening this year. No. Is that, is that confirmed? That is confirmed. Yep. Dang. Uh, that's too bad. But I want you to know that I do have a little sheet here beside my note sheet. Every time you say these nice little cute words that I'm like, gosh, I wish I could use that word in my vocabulary. Um, it's all these military words. I was in the military like 30 years ago. It's a long time ago. Skill up. I'm like, yeah, that's a good. And I'm writing them all down. All these little words that you use. And so I'm going to, I'll get them in my, but that was skill up. So I got one down for tonight. (laughs) All good. On to tonight's show as this long, long uh, uh, intro. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Preparedness training plans, right? Like how do you go about um, somebody new to the game? Somebody Mm -hmm. that's been doing this. We talked about goals. We talked about setting uh, your targets for the year. We talked about mindset and now it's, well, putting together your training plan, the approach to be putting that, that training plan together and like resources, thought process and setting that up. Um, obviously there's budgetary constraints there. There's time constraints and all that stuff to balance out. But like, what's, um, what are some of your thoughts uh, around getting a plan together and then executing on that plan over a period of time? So, the Prepping Academy podcast started, I think, in 2016 with the very notion of helping people, especially new preppers, to put together a plan and then execute it. And so if if you would go back in the archives of the Prepping Academy podcast to show number one, it was called Preparedness 101. Then the second show was Preparedness like 102. And from the shows, the first, I think I stopped at like four, you know, from that came this book. That's the reason I bought, I mean, I, I wrote this book is because show number one is literally like two chapters in this book. Show number two is like the, another two or three chapters in this book. And so all my friends and everyone coming to, at that time, it's called Carolina Prepper Network. They were like, what do I need to do? What do, what do I do? And so that's why I went through it in the show and I put it in the book. And I mean, I'm not trying to self-promote, but hey, it is. A, I, I told you beforehand, it is. A, I mean, that's exactly what people, beginning preppers need because it, it goes through the first two months of what you need to buy. I mean, I tell you literally what to buy. Not only, you know, you need a flashlight. You know, I give you the flashlight that I've bought 50 flashlights in my life. The one I like the most that's going to serve you the best. Um, you know, what to buy, what to learn, and what to read or study or to watch um, for mindset. So it's it's buy, skills, and mindset. And it puts you on a year plan. And again, I hate that it's, it's the only thing I've seen. The other thing I even asked... Uh, Prepernet Beth, I mean, she bought this calendar and she that kind of takes you through the same the same thing. And she said she actually literally has never used it. So other than that, I've not seen many out there. But I mean, it's simple to put yours together. But the thing is, if you're starting, do not just go and buy stuff. I, I mean, I, I bought and a good example is this. My first few years of, of prepping, I was I was buying a, a company, and I, I don't mind mentioning it because if you you screw people over, you it was called Wise Food, and Wise Food ended up getting sued by the federal government and lost because they were not sharing the right information. I was buying it like it was the best thing ever. I didn't mm-hmm. know better. Later on, I did research and found out better products. 
And so, but if you're starting new, I would definitely say, you know, find someone that's been doing this, find a military person, find someone that has tried these products and, or even online and, and, and don't waste your money. Um, but so, so I'm, um, so the book, the book that, that Forrest was um, mentioning was called the preparedness roadmap. So it was, it was the prepper roadmap or the preparedness roadmap, the preparedness roadmap, yes. the preparedness roadmap. So, um, We'll, uh, we'll put a, maybe a, li- we'll put a link to that in the, in the, um, the show notes. Um, so if you're interested in it, please, you know, please have a look at it, particularly if you're new in the preparedness. Um, so, so there, there's a lot of wisdom that you get out of this. Um, and you guys know my, my preparedness game, like I'm fast tracking it, but I, like, there's so much stuff that I'm like, I don't know. Right. I just, mm. I'm learning, I'm growing, and I'm kind of putting myself out there. But I went with um, the approach that you said, don't go, right? I'm like, I'm going out there. I'm like, I need this. You know, one is, two is one, one is none. I need two of this. I need two of that. I need these things. And I'm like, I, I just got to get down to like, what are some of the the foundational items that you need to, um, you need to have, and then ultimately you need to train for. So in the, the constraints that you got on there is time and money, right? You have time, money. Mm-hmm. It's it's a constraint on pretty much anything you do or buy. Um, But as far as like that book, like my, where my mind goes and how I would like to approach it differently. And I didn't Right? it was just like, let me stop, investigate, meet with a lot of folks and just get a current viewpoint of what are, what are all the categories even within preparedness and then kind of break those categories down a little bit for like, what is the buffet of things that that I should be doing from a preparedness standpoint? And then like, how do I start like picking those things? But um, I I just kind of went dove head first, like the complete, you know, jarhead just jumped right in and started going. Um, But from a, from your, your training plan and setting up, like I need to upskill or I need to get certain tools. Like, what do you recommend folks jumping off with that first, I don't know, 90 days, right? Where do you think they need to upskill uh, or what they need to procure or what group they need to be a part mm-hmm. of or what they need to listen to or watch just to get them in the right frame of mind? I would say the most important thing is a, is a beginner prepper or someone that's just starting. Don't even call yourself a prepper. Just, just for your family's sake, go look at your pantry see the food that you eat every single day, every single week and buy double. You just, and then buy triple. So if you feed your kids macaroni and cheese and you usually have five boxes on the shelf, get 20. And that is, I I call that food insurance. That's, I mean, so um, when the pandemic hit, I put all over social media and called all my friends and said, Go to the grocery store now and double, triple, quadruple your pantry. And thank goodness, a lot of my friends, I guess they, at this point, they trust me. They go, okay, I don't know why he's telling me to do this, but I'm going to go do it. And they did it. And then, you know, two months into it, they're going, oh, that way I have, I don't have to go to the grocery store now. And, you know, and, you know, they were rationing grocery stores, so many people coming in and there were, you know, there's this one video where a cough goes over and out and affects the other person and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I mean, and, and so but food insurance is that is you running out of food is one of the most likely events that would happen in your life. Getting hit by a hurricane and you're in Iowa, that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So why would you prepare for it? So you want to prepare for the things that to, to build your list or your skills. Where do I live? Um, what, what are the seasons I have, you know, in my area, but the thing about food and water, you can live without having a pocket knife your entire life. You can live without having, you know, a shotgun, but you cannot live without food and water. So everything starts with food and water hey let's take a quick break has your data been hacked do you feel uneasy about the vulnerability of your personal information online were you involved in the target linkedin or microsoft data leaks don't know if not 
Then pay attention. Join Forrest Garvin from PrepperNet for a free webinar on privacy and security. Gain insights into safe internet browsing, VPNs, crafting online aliases, secure emails, detecting if your data has been hacked, and managing passwords. Secure your spot today for this webinar on privacy and security. It's free. This webinar delves into comprehensive strategies for bolstering your online privacy. We've got you covered from fortifying your passwords to shielding your financial information and mastering state-of-the-art encryption techniques. We're offering two convenient dates to suit your schedule. Reserve your spot now at PrepperNet.com privacy. Don't let cyber threats erode your peace of mind any longer. Take the first step toward a safer, more secure online experience by joining us for our free webinar. Remember, knowledge is power when it comes to safeguarding your privacy. Sign up now at PrepperNet.com privacy. We'll see you there. Okay. All right. So yeah, that, that's a great, great jump off point. Um, Cause what, what I see and right, I fell victim to it as well. Is like, you're, you're trying to get gizmos gadget, you know what I mean? Like the gizmo mm-hmm. gadget stuff. And you're like, well, is this, is this realistic? Right. So it, it's, I think it's, it's stepping back from um, it, you go to like Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? Like if you get into like the, yeah. the hierarchy of needs where I need, I need air, I need food, I need water, right? I need mm-hmm. basic security. That is, that's the fundamentals that I need. And then you can start b- building on, then you, you get into the comms, you get into logistics, you get into mm-hmm. perimeter security and all that fun stuff. But you can't do any of that stuff if you're not well-fed and right. you, ha- you have water in your body. If you don't have some skills, like if you don't know how to purify water, if you, you know, there's skills you need, food and basic tools you need, <clears throat> But you don't need to be spending and going, hey, I need to go get my ham license or my amateur radio license. And you don't have some of the the basic set. So I would say when you're building your plan, start with the, you know, the basics, food. Um, not, I mean, a lot of it's things you buy, but a lot of it's things you got to think through. But there's food, water, you know, maybe some medical supplies, some extra, you know, a lot of doctors now will pre- prescribe more than 30 days of meds. They'll do up to 90 days. And if you can't get more than 90 days, there are ways around that. And you get your meds. You get all other thing you need to survive or to live off of. And, and you, you you just list the stuff. A spreadsheet, great way to do it. Just list it in there. And then when you want to do comms, that that's it. I mean, we're still a year away before learning comms. There's so mm-hmm. many things to do. I would say like buy a handgun would be this day and age, maybe within the second or third month and then getting training on that for sure. But you just go through and put the priority levels. And, and here's the thing, you don't have to do this yourself. You don't have to just go to like a a prepper net event or someone that has um, get involved in certs. You learn so much being a part of certs that, and you can ask people, hey, I'm just new at this. I was thinking about getting a handgun and, and or I was thinking about getting a, a you know, an AR-15. And the person would, I mean, that, that kind of knows what they're doing. They go, well, do you have a handgun? And they go, no. Well, maybe you need to buy a handgun before you go out and buy an AR-15. And people don't think about that. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but there, there is a progression. And anytime you can get, wise counsel it saves you money i told you i bought a 329 dollar water filter that a 19 dollar one from walmart does the exact same thing and sawyer was it a sawyer a sawyer's the i bought a canadine it's a it's a pump and you know stainless steel had these bad all this stuff it was 329 dollars where i could have bought a sawyer water filter when because i didn't know better Mm-hmm. I, I wasted three hundred dollars on that water filter. I could have, yeah, yeah, I could have bought twenty. <laughs> I, I I could probably go through the same stuff of mistakes that I've made in just this past eighteen months and stuff that I'm like, ah, did I really need that? Um, should I really just focus down on? food or, you know, you talk MREs, meals ready to eat. And for, mm-hmm. for those, uh, Forrest mentioned CERT, that's called Certified Emergency Response Team. If you Google search that, you'll find yep. these groups that um, it, it's, it's 
the, uh, I guess civilian run, right? Like it's, it's, uh, the community run and there's, there's typically like a, like a manager or a lead person there. Um, and effectively they do monthly meetings, they get together and, and you learn about bug out bags and you learn about sign up kind of bushcraft stuff. And if a crazy event happened in your, your area, like how do you guys swarm together and help other people out? Um, really good. I've, I've attended some of them, um, in Carolina and North Carolina as well. They're, they're, and they're, they're free. And they're free. They're free. They're free. Yes. And so I would say this as well. And, and I, I want to hammer this because you, you have limited funds. Most of us have limited funds. So you want to make sure you spend your money wisely as you, as you gather the tools that you need doubling and tripling your pantry and getting meds and band-aids and prescriptions and no adult supervision is needed there. Just do that. But when you start buying, you know, a $500 handgun or, or survival food, I would, I mean, almost like don't do any of it until you have someone or you talk to someone online because, you know, we're in the internet age and, and they know what they're talking about, and then they can give you wise counsel. Then spend your money. Okay. So, so as you get as you get through that first ninety days of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, getting your food, you know, doubling, tripling, quadrupling your pantry, um, mm-hmm. canned goods, rice, fl- like stuff that doesn't doesn't expire in a week, right? Um, toilet paper. <laughs> to- toilet paper. Yeah, it's, it's a big one, right? Uh, make sure you don't run out of that as well. Um, so you do that that first 90 days. And then as you start going in to, you know, we want to start talking training, that next kind of thing to buy and then begin training on it. Like what, what would you recommend? Um, maybe that next 90 day window, I, I'm not sure like 90 days or two months or whatever the, mm-hmm. the frequency is like, what would you recommend that that person do then? Well, I, th- I would um, probably power, or heat, heat source, depend, I mean, depending on where you live, like uh, a little, they're called little buddy heaters with some propane tanks. Cause when it gets cold, I mean, you got to think about, you got to think about disasters or events that are going to happen in your area that could really impact your family. And like I said, if you're in Iowa, you could care less about hurricanes. If you're in Canada, I don't think tornadoes happen in Canada. But I don't know. Um, but what happens in your area? Uh, if you're on the in Florida, I mean, wow. I mean, there's a lot of things that you need to prepare for. And so if power goes out, how do you, what do you need to? So here's the thing, the way I always look at this, just kind of a side note. You've got time and you got money right now, at least a little bit of extra money. So when, when, when things happen, don't just barely survive get enough, get trained enough that you thrive through it. So when the power goes off, all of a sudden you're not cold. You have a heater, you have a little battery backup or a generator and your family's watching movies and your kids are like, wow, this is fun. Mm -hmm. That is what being prepared is. It's not everyone going in around and getting in a blanket and shivering in a, in a closet just to stay alive. That is, that's, I mean, you got to, you want to thrive through this, especially have kids because you don't want, you know, some of these events to be very traumatic, long lasting, you know, events for them. Yeah. So like it's, if you look at like a, a pace plan, right? Like, so your primary alternative mm-hmm. contingent emergency and you apply, apply that <laughs> you, you apply It's, it's literally, it's, it's how you would function in your house, right? Mm-hmm. Stuff that you got to do in your house. You got to cook food, right? You, you, that's what you got to do. Um, you, you make up food. If you lose power, um, your primary is your, well, I got power and everything's good and I can go cook. I turn on the stove, you microwave, whatever you have, what have you, your, um, your alternative, if power goes out. So what do you do then? Like, mm-hmm. okay, do you have a propane gas stove, you know, with a propane tank or a back and a, and a backup as well? Do you have one of those small burners? Uh, do you know how to use it? So that's where your training plan would come into handle, uh, come into play. Uh, your, um, your contingent plan there, if those, those fail, I mean, maybe you cook on an open fire an open flame somewhere in the backyard on bricks, on rocks, uh, whatever that happens to be, uh, the, 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 um, solar stove, another great option as well. Um, 
last is probably you might, you know, it could be solar. It could be, um, it could be eating, eating raw stuff that you can eat raw too. Right. That's mm-hmm. kind of like your, your emergency break glass. Oh my God, I got to get food in my body. That's my only resor- uh, resort, um, uh, resource that I could use. So, so that, that's kind of how the pace plan works. And that, that's where my mind goes on it. Like how would I continue to operate in the household if we lost power? That's, mm-hmm. that's a common, that happens, right. It just happened here in North Carolina, right. Um, during the storm, but people lost power. Buffalo, we talked about Buffalo as well. Folks losing power there. Um, uh, and then just basic necessities, right? Like other things that you need to do to like operate your day and what, what um, means and what methods you're training um, and how to use certain things. What, what do you have in place in the event that something like that occurs? And then expand that out. Okay, at home, we've got some power. I got backup um, heat. We got um, some food. We could survive here for like, you know, 60 days with food. We got water because the pump may go out if the power goes. We can't pump our water or the city may shut their water or my pipes may freeze, whatever it may be. So once you got home taken care of and you got like, you could, we'll say 60 days. I think that's, you know, be ready.gov says 30. I think do 60. Do whatever the government says doubled kind of thing. Um, do 60. But then think, okay, I drive places, you know, and we're going on vacation at Christmas, you know, up to Boston. It may snow. So then put together food in your trunk, canned food or whatever, some some snacks for the kids, some bottled water. In, in you know in there and go and one of the most the, the craziest things is this thing called a space blanket and people call it a survival blanket that mm-hmm. thing has saved so many lives around the world it is crazy from people getting in hypothermia and dying it's the thin little it's like, oh yeah 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 it's like a, it's, i've never heard it called a space blanket I've, I've i've got a bunch of them you get them like in a four pack and they're yes like, yeah I mean, they almost could slide in your wallet almost. And you, like, and if you if you hold them wrong, you could tear them. I mean, they're just cheap as could be. But that little thing has saved so many lives of peeping, wrapping. You know, people coming even in Texas, you see all these people with the blankets. That that's because they're cheap. But man, what it does it reflects your body temperature back, mm-hmm. and you won't freeze. Keeps you warm. And so, I mean, have some of them in the car so you can. If I mean, you just got if you just sit and go okay we're driving to boston and the car breaks down no one around what do we need to survive we need food we need water maybe we need to get some kind of a you know you know heater for the car because like a little buddy heater it could literally work in the car and keep you alive in the little propane which Mm -hmm. propane is very safe to to transport and you just think through that and all of a sudden now you have a little car kit and then here's the biggest thing. Your friends see that in your trunk and they go, what are you crazy? Why, why do you carry this in your car? You, you've got to have the mindset to go to take that punishment from them going, hey, listen, I'm sorry that you don't think things can happen. But as for me and my family, I, I got to take care of my family because a lot of people, they get discouraged because people go, oh, you know, you'll never get lost or you're, you're, you're never break down in snow and, and they start making you doubt, but you got to stay strong and go, listen, I'm in charge. I could be in situations and I want to make sure that, that my family survives and thrives through that situation. Yep. There's, um, per- like, I don't even care what folks think anymore on this stuff. Right. Like I'm just, I'm, I'm handling business and that's just the way it is. Like, right. If you got a problem with it, or if something, not, not you specifically, but if somebody's got a problem with it, that's not on me. That that's on them. Um, but for, but you had to get for, through that mindset. Yeah. Yeah. You I got mean, to push, push through that. Some people, it affects them when they go, they, they, they keep inside that they prepare, you know, prepare it all. Cause they don't want people to think they're freaks. But um, it, it's great. Like there's, there's folks that I've had to help out just having those little portable mm-hmm. battery packs, like solar powered battery yep. packs. Um and just being able to go out there and plug some stuff in because they they forgot their charger, they forgot they weren't prepared, right? They they just miss stuff, and I'm out and about and just get get um, uh, you have the tools that you need. I mean, I carry like uh, I literally I carry a um a hatchet 
an axe, a machete, um, a small saw, right? Just, I, it's always in my vehicle. Like just on your body at all times, right? It's, it's on my body. It's on my back. I got it. It's on my pant leg. That's how I do it. Um, I just, I just rattling left and right when I mm-hmm. walk into a room, uh, but no, just keep that stuff. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I got tired of having a tarp on there as well. Like always have a tarp because that thing is multi-purpose. We've seen mm-hmm. going through some of those training training sessions here with the bug out camps and all that. It's multi-purposes that you can use a tarp. So um, as far as like getting into the training though, like folks get, get their stuff, right? You get the home operations set up. Um, in the event something goes, goes wrong, I got food and water. My bases are covered. Um, then you get into, um, you know, potentially uh, arms, firearms, something mm-hmm. like that. Then you want to get training, right? Like, so there's concealed carry training there. I mean, there's a boatload of different places that you can go to, to get, get any kind of training. And this is not like being Rambo tactical guy or gal. Like, it's just, how do you, how do you draw? How do you present? How do you, what are some of the basic rules and functions of a pistol? Um, you don't need to get crazy with it and rolling around in the dirt going crazy. <laughs> right. I would suggest if, 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 if meeting you, the listener right now, and you don't have any firearms, I would suggest calling a local gun store and signing up for a, maybe a handgun. There's a, it's NRA officer class called handgun one, I think, or something and take the class and you'll shoot some and they'll let you rent a gun and don't buy one yet because you can buy a gun and it just not fit your hand. Mm-hmm. It, it just doesn't fit right. Or, or you can't, you're not able to slide, you know, to rack the slide or there's could be some issues and the gun owner shop owner is to his benefit to make sure he pr- properly provides the right tool that you need. If you're going to carry it in your pocketbook or, or whatever, they are, a, they have the knowledge to tell you, Hey, if you want to do this and this and this with it, these are the guns. And then you pick them up and they'll let you shoot them. But I would not buy a gun on someone else's recommendation. Cause I, again, I had um, a Springfield XD. It shot wonderful, but but when you when I got the the smaller one to carry as a carrying conceal, I hated it. Worst gun I ever had. It's a great gun. It just didn't work for me. Mm-hmm. And so instead of going out and paying five, six, seven hundred dollars on something from a recommendation, go shoot them. They'll let you rent them and take a class. And then I would t- then I would definitely get your carrying conceal permit. They're uh, anywhere between 60 and $90. And you, you learn the law, you learn, I mean, they test you on just, if you could just sh- shoot a, you know, a target, you know, about seven yards or five seven, yards or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. And, 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 but I will say this and, you know, it could be hate. I don't, everyone needs a handgun. hundred percent. hundred. You need a handgun. You you need to work it so that you're not afraid to carry it every day. It took me five months of carrying my gun before I even loaded it. Uh, same. I, like I was the same before you had a round in the chamber. Yes. Same. Yes. Same. Yes. And I so, and so, um, but yeah, so I would, I mean, so that's how you go through your training approach is, you know, go to professionals. Um, there's survival schools. There's there's prepping schools. There's prepping events all over the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's that's how I would pr- approach it. Though I would, but here's the thing. Um, again, I I, I, I do want to harp on it. Use people that have knowledge, especially in the preparedness industry. There's a lot of people that will give you the information and help you for free because that is our desire is to help others. Then right. others you have to pay for. And when you pay, trust me, it's worth no one. I won't say no one. Not many people make a living from training people. And that's the only thing they do. Because there's very there's not a lot of money in doing it. Yep. 
a lot of it's done by for the heart and just helping others. Yeah. So, so we, we go through this, I'm just kind of stepping through the book here for the, for this first year. Cause it's, it's awesome stuff. Um, food, you get the water, mm-hmm. um, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right. Um, maybe some, some, some space heaters, something like that, to warm, depending upon where you live, obviously, um, it's all, it's all that assessment based that based on your surrounding, um, as you mentioned earlier, a, a pistol and then some, some training, like, where would you, where would you recommend for somebody to pick up and start procure and then train with um, what would be next kind of down, down the road or this next evolution? Um, well, you know where I'm going on this. You got to have a group of people. <laughs> You've got to have groups of people of like-minded. So that as, as you're, as you're, you looking to buy that sleeping bag. You, hey, what sleeping bag did you get? And you can, you can bounce things around. So you need if if, if you, oh, what, I hope people aren't doing this. I hope people aren't so disconnected from others that they're just doing all the research themselves and they're buying the product. Get into a group. That's why we have PrepperNet. You can go to meetings in a hundred cities nationwide, and you meet like-minded people in your community and you become friends with them and they go camping and go, wow, I sure like, um, I'll just say this, um, um, prepper net Patty, which is listening to us in the green room. She went camping in the, in like car camping and she froze to death because she thought she had the right gear. Then she went to this survival thing and she froze to death twice. And I'm like, are you not learning? And then finally she started asking, what equipment do you got? What do you wear? I mean, what is this? And then all of a sudden she, she was getting educated by asking people. And then finally she listened to me and bought some, some really good stuff and others and others. Um, But yeah, so that's why you need community. You're not the only person in your area that's thinking the same and it's going through what you're going through. So there's um. I know PrepperNet and meeting other folks like what um, particularly around in the, in the neighborhood, right? It's, it's kind of a, a weird conversation. Like how, how do you approach somebody, your neighbor, the folks that live down the street from you, whatever about, I want to start setting up mm-hmm. like kind of neighborhood watch community, but um, with that preparedness lens to it with uh, and maybe this is my own internal narrative, right? Like I'm thinking like, I'm going to go in. I'm like, I'm going to talk to the neighbor, a couple of houses down, down, and we're going to talk about preparedness. And do they have all these things? And they're like, they're like, dude, you're, you're like wearing a gas mask, like grilling out your back porch, doing weird stuff. Like what, what is going on here? Like, so how was that? How was that introduced to that person that might just have their blinders on? Like, how do you go about even having that conversation and bringing it up? So I put a white shirt on with a black tie and a name tag and ride a bicycle to their house. (laughs) I'm kidding. You know, it's like no Mormons. No, I'm just kidding on that. That's a joke. So real story in my neighborhood, um, hurricane came through. I have a generator. Oh, so everyone this, I guess you can call it a neighborhood in our area. We're on well water. And that means you can't get water when the power's out. You can't flush your toilets, nothing. So the the first time power went out, I take my, I have a whole house generator. I crank that sucker on. I didn't, no noise suppressors or anything. And the whole neighborhood's hearing my generator going, you know, just making this noise. And I walk out to the road because I saw a couple of guys talking out there. And um, we walk out there and I say, hey guys, what's going on? They're like, you got a generator? And I'm like, oh yeah, it's for my whole house. I mean, I, you know, I have water, but my, my, my fridge is working, you know, everything's going good. And they're like, wow. And they go, and I said, oh, by the way, if y'all need to use the bathroom or take a shower or need water, come on in my house and, and, and use it. It's free. And they're, and they're like, wow. And they did some, some of them were coming to get water and things. And they're like, wow, that's, that's amazing. They look at my generator. And I said, listen, my generator takes natural gas, which is hooked up to, it takes propane and it takes gasoline. It takes all three. And 
of the five guys out there, four of them go, well, gosh, I've got extra gas if you need it. Or if, you know, I was on natural gas, so I wasn't going to run out, but I didn't want to tell them because mm-hmm. the natural gas still kind of runs. And they're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to buy some gas. So if this happens again, we can, you know, we'll support you and what you're doing. And it's funny, three months later, power went out. I went out, cranked the generator up. I didn't, I just go to my garage and I would go outside and I hear like two other generators now in the neighborhood. <laughs> they learned. Two, they learned. And two <laughs> of my neighbors bought a generator. And then I went over and spent time with both of them. I'm like, okay, here's what you can put on your generator. You know, just run the extension cords in your house and do this, this, and this, and this. And then now every one of my neighbors have generators with gasoline and with the propane back as well. And they all have that. And so that's how I started in my neighborhood that everyone kind of started thinking like a, you know, preparedness mindset. So it was an event, an an event that triggered the conversation, right? Like that's what occurred. So, um, Create your I mean, own event. <laughs> Cut the power out. No, drop a tree on the power line. Um, yeah, I, I, I've had have um, neighbors, you know, that we we connect with here, and they've asked, like, kind of, uh, they've been, they, they know my background, right? And um, they're like, what, what is going on in the world, right? They're, they're, I'm getting these questions, right? And this, this is a couple of neighbors, and they're like. I'm like, well, where do we start? Like, I mean, <laughs> this is, that's a long, long answer to a very short question. Um, but that just by them going through and asking that question, I'm like, they're, they're thinking they feel something's off, right? They, right. they got that sense like, Hey, something's not right. I need to maybe inquire and do something They I might not know what it is, but at least they're, they're asking the right questions now. So mm-hmm. I found that here. Um, and, and I've shared some information on them and I've invited, invited folks here to Preppernet as well. So that's kind of been, and it's, it's swung and a miss and th- they didn't go, but, um, so, so folks go through this process, right. And you start developing your community group. Um, I mean, what, what else would you recommend folks do? Like as far as initiation, prepper initiation yeah. for that first year, like what, what else would they need to do and train on, um, for that first 12 months, 18 months, whatever, what, what have you. So here's another thing I did to kind of get them sealed into the preparedness mindset. And, you know, we're, we're in North Carolina and our gas line, our pipelines come from Texas. And in the last, I, you haven't been here probably long enough, but we've had um, two times when that gas pipe was shut down and we actually had gas shortages on the East coast. One time we were actually at prepper camp and people were scrambling because the pipeline was down. It, it was going to be back up. I think it blew up. The pipeline blew up at that time. And so when something like that happens, like it happened, I know about a year ago, I, I forgot what happened. Oh, it's flooding. When Katrina happened, man, gas was major shortage here because mm-hmm. all our is piped up through. But what happened is when we were, there was another shortage that happened. I texted all my neighbors and I said, Hey guys, I just heard this event happened. I would go get gasoline before it becomes a big idea, a big thing. hundred percent. And they go, what? Uh, oh, they know the event happened, but they didn't think through, Ooh, there's going to have problems. And all of a sudden, yeah, I'm seeing them in the right, hey, man. Thanks for letting me know. Yeah, we've got all our cars filled up and now they're not fighting and waiting in line. And they're, they are literally preppers at this point. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. There's the, the action, there's the action and then the reaction that comes mm-hmm. later. Right. And some folks it takes them a while to spin up. So yep. we got kind of a rule in our household, like our, our tanks don't go below three quarters of a tank. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, we just, you got to go to the gas station a lot more often but when there's, we had incidents, um, what was it? Colonial pipeline. Remember when yes. that went down? Yep. Like they, yep. they got a cybersecurity attack. That, that's definitely a major threat in our, our yeah, landscape that was, today. Yep. That was a, a year ago, right? A year and a half ago. Two, I didn't know like if that. you were here during that, but in you, yeah. not only were you here, you remember the event. I couldn't even yep. remember. Yep. Yeah. And so there was run, runs on gas. We were out, couldn't get stuff in. Um, and essentially it was, they just 
I mean, the cyber cybersecurity or threat actors just held the company for ransom and they had to pay before gas would be released again. So that, um, and that can happen anytime, anytime that can happen anytime. I mean, yeah, it, it's wild. So like having a, a full tank of gas or three quarters tank of gas, you're not, you're not stressed about getting to the store. Mm-hmm. You're not, you're just not stressed about it. Like you're, you're good. You're covered. And people don't know this, but gas, there's a, there's additives. So you can get like five or six gallon gas tanks. Mine are six. I don't know why, but most of them are like five gallons. You can fill it with gas. You can put this additive in the gasoline. Stable, right? Is it called stable? Stable's one of them. It's decent, but there's one that it costs more and it's better. It's called PRI. There's PRI-G for gasoline and PRI-D for diesel. And they could, if you, if you read the instructions, you can literally store gas for a couple years. It's that good. And you, and you store the gas, put it in your garage, six gallons. I mean, most tanks in a car is what? 20 gallons, 15 Mm -hmm. to 20 gallons, roughly. So three, three, six gallon gas tanks, put the stabilizer in there. Don't open them. I mean, they'll expand in the summertime. You're like, oh my gosh, it's gonna blow. Don't touch it. And then in the wintertime, it gets cold because the water gets cold and it will look like it's kind of crushing in. Don't the oxygen kills gasoline. So don't just don't don't do anything to them, just let them stay. And then all of a sudden, in your in your garage, you have a whole gallon, you could fill your car up from empty and go and get out of town, do whatever you need to do. You run your generator if you need to as well. Like it, absolutely. And so I'm gonna just, I mean, gosh, I hate doing this, but in my book, like the first month, I literally have things you should, and I'm gonna just read them as fast as I can. Yeah, yeah, this is great. And then and then it kind of give people an idea and of kind of what to do the first month is first I the first thing I put double your pantry, then and um buy a magnesium fire rod. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, a sorry water filter, a a tub water storage bag. They call them Bob. You know what I'm talking yep. about? Oh yeah, yeah. I've got one okay. of those. Pool shock. Yep. That you can purify any water with pure pool shock. Um, buy five MREs per person. Trash bags. Uh, a book called the SAS Survival Guide. Flashlight, batteries, Leatherman, um, and then I go to train. Learn how to start the fire with your your fire rod. Learn how to purify water. Um, start putting some documents together, like your your important doc, your marriage certificate, your life insurance, things mm-hmm. like that, because that's important. And I just go through there every month of what you need to buy and what you need to learn and and books you need to read. Again, you know, if you can't afford it, just call me and I'll send you one. But I mean, they are on Amazon. But just that's how I educated my friends or helped my friends kind of get started. Um, but, it, but it's the, the great thing is, well, this is a great thing to some people, but when you get into preparedness, a few things become secret. <laughs> you know, also your friends change. Because some of your friends just call you loony and you you want to hang out with people you can learn from and people that want to take care of their family and, and be ready for things. So your friends change. You will. It does cost money. It's not free. I wish it mm-hmm. was. I wish it was free. But you learn so many skills. And like anything, if you don't plan to succeed, you automatically by default plan to fail. 100%. 100%. And that's why you need a plan. Uh, and the best way is like my book or going to someone that's already been through this. They, they've been prepping for three or four years and ask and let them help you. It's and like, they're uh, out there. Yeah, it's like a, like a American Heritage Girls or Girl Scouts, Boy Scouts, stuff like that. But this is more advanced for adults Mm -hmm. right because ultimately you got to protect and provide for for your family and making sure that you have um plans in place in the event something does go i mean then you start getting a scenario playing and that's like a 15-hour podcast i mean you could go on forever what scenarios occur what would you need to do 
Um, and that's always dynamic situations as well. Um, if there's a threat, there's not a threat. You can go on and on, but like some of the basics that Forrest mentioned, like, so just to recap, um, food, water, uh, you know, your, your top two things. So those are the things you need to do. You need to be able to, um, strike a fire, start a fire. Um, if you can afford a, um, alternative heating source or energy source, you know, a propane gas, um, uh, propane, propane or gas generator. Great. There's solar, there's solar powered out there as well. Um, a little bit more on the expensive side, but, um, that, that's, a, there's a great alternatives, um, at getting into firearms and getting some training behind that as well. I think th these are all like just great jumping off points. Um, you mentioned the Sawyer water filter, which is like, we have those. I actually got my, for, for Christmas, I, I this is, it, this is it. Like I got my, 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 I got two, two, uh, daughters and I got them bug out bags like that. Oh, that's nice. I got them bug out bags. Um, so primary arms had, um, a sale on these they're small little bags um but uh they're good for for little you know smaller kids um so i picked that up first thing i got sawyer water filter mm -hmm. i mean that that was in there they got a compass um they got a um a leatherman and what else did i put some uh, a small little survival blankets um they got the 550 cord, the 550 cord bracelet with the compass and the whistle on it. So like just started putting all those things together. Handgun. Um, yep. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Handgun. <laughs> AK-47. They got uh, the AK-47. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but just try, trying to get them going on that as well and just get them to think about that stuff, maintain good situational awareness, uh, and then bring them along um, in the training, the training, um, the training pipeline. Right. So we're, Got a lot of stuff uh, that I want to train and get better on and, and practice. And so getting wife, getting kids involved in that process is it, it'll go a long way. Right. There's there's um, I know there's challenges here within within some of the folks in uh, the prepper net community where one spouse is all about it and the other spouse is not. And that's 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 that can be a challenge. Right. I mean, it certainly can be be a challenge and um, a unique dynamic. Um yeah. So trying to get everybody on board uh, and, and pushing them in that direction and make it fun, right? Don't make it like this is work. This is, mm -hmm. you got to do this thing. Make, make it a good time. Make it a good experience. Um, but they're getting some good knowledge out of it. Um, that was just my little, my little side note there, man. No, that's, I mean, th what you said is so important about getting your family involved. And especially kids. I mean, what bonding experiences of going camping, learning how to do fire, and and they'll never forget that. Mm -hmm. And and then and you, and you practice doing, you know, doing the, even the sorry water filter. It's you got to kind of figure out how to do that. I, I mean, I, a life straw is kind of easy, but if you want to put water in your like your camel backpack, I mean, there's a way to do that, a right mm -hmm. way and a wrong way. You want to do it the right way. But getting the kids involved, getting your family involved is is vital. Um, yeah, if you have to go all, I mean, you know, I, t I tell people if you have to go all, you know, rogue and kind of do it yourself and keep it under the um, matter of fact, there's a good series um, Glenn Tate wrote. It's called 299 Days. It's 10 books. I mean, it's forever long. I remember going painfully going through that great series of, but in the book, his character, his wife was not for preparedness at all, hated it, thought it was terrible. But he, because he was kind of the main character in the book, he went ahead and did it. And then all of a sudden, some you know crap hit the fan situation happens. And in the end, he, you know, to his wife, he was a hero. She's like, I can't believe you planned all this and you have all these skills. And someday that may be you, but, but another reason you want your kids and your wife is because if you're on a homestead or in any situation, imagine working out in your yard and you cut an artery and all of a sudden they know not just basic first skills, but they know like stop the bleed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Stop the bleed. I mean, that's a free court. I mean, stop and how to put a tourniquet there. It could literally, they could save your life. You know, and so you you want the best case circumstances. Everyone around you has the same skills you have. That way, you can work as a team, and and you know, and 
and some people are better in other things. You let them do that and you do the other things, but, but community right now, your community is your family or it could be just yourself in an apartment. And everyone's goal is to build community with other people of like-minded people so you can grow and learn together and not make dumb mistakes like I have in buying things that I shouldn't have bought. I, I bought night vision goggles at least <laughs> that was <laughs> within the first year, which is absolutely <laughs> stupid. I mean, I, you know, it was dumb, but that's $1,800 or whatever it was gone. It's all good. Um, <laughs> lessons learned, right? But no, this yeah. this is great. So, like for for folks that are listening, right? It's just one. Don't be intimidated by it, right? That there's a lot to learn, but you're going to get with the right folks. Um, join in a group. Uh, there's so many different resources out there. I know they mentioned um, Glenn Tate and Shelby. Um, they do a podcast as well, which is great. PrepperNet, um, Prepping Academy. Um, there's just so many different classes and training sessions that you go to your local um gun range will have a lot of different training classes situational awareness self-defense which mm -hmm. is very good for especially for females it's phenomenal um how to handle a firearm how to take care of it how to field strip it and clean it and make sure it's working for you and functioning the way it should be i mean there's there's so many courses that are either free or minimal investment mm -hmm. that can just get you going and those reps build confidence um which gets you a it gets you exposure to more stuff. So like your box that you're kind of operating in now, you'll get more exposure and that box grows and your, your awareness and your belief in yourself and your perspective is just going to, it's going to open up more and more. Yep. And I would tell people go join preppernet.net. That is our private social media site. So it's our little Island. We're not connected to Facebook or Instagram. It's just us. Go join that. And if you have questions, I promise you, if you, <laughs> you'll be overwhelmed with answers. When you type a question is, Hey, I'm thinking about buying this food, or I'm, I'm thinking about buying this, this knife. You'll, you'll have, you know, just know that, you know, opinions are like, well, I won't even go there, <laughs> but, but you'll get so many answers from people and people will genuinely want to help you. Yeah, so. it's and it's it, it's a it's a way, right? It's not the the way, right? I mean, Forrest has got perspectives and got a lot of experience, um, certainly more a lot more than I have. Uh, but I've I've got some reps, and I got a perspective. You'll find ten other people that have different perspectives. Mm -hmm. Their way is not the only way. It's just a version of the way. And then you kind of I, I think of it like Bruce Lee, right? Like Jeet Kune Do. You kind of pull what you need to. You uh, you pull what, what's useful for you, adapt adapt to it, and then kind of reject what's just not going to work for you. So four styles might not be your style, might not be mine, et cetera. But there are folks that are going to give you a buffet of options to choose from uh, if you just ask. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Um, anything else on your notes we need to cover? No, no. This, this, is, this is great. I'll pray us out and um, we'll break. Okay. All right. Father, thank you for thank you for this time. Thank you for this connection. Thank you for allowing us to um, just just share uh, wisdom, learn together, grow together, expand uh, in your name. And uh, please please just keep giving us the strength and the wisdom to keep forging ahead. Um, for those out there that are on the fence or um, maybe nervous or have anxiety about about this stuff, uh, please just help them overcome, um, help them see the benefits of, of, of being just more prepared in your household on a day-to-day, -day, um, mm -hmm. on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, thank you for everything that you do for us in your name. We pray. Amen. Amen. I will say this too. Whoa. Are you okay? Earthquake. Over there? <laughs> earthquake. Earthquake. <laughs> so if you want to connect with uncle Buck and myself, go to preppernet.com. <laughs> There you are then. Or you go to Prepping Academy and send us an email there. But we, I mean, send us your comments, your questions, uh, and connect with us on PrepperNet, you know, .net. And we have, like I said, subscribe and we're here to help. So send us, send us your message. You, you okay over there now?
I think so. Everything's good. Okay. The earthquake, the earthquake passed. <laughs> okay. See, he was prepared and, <laughs> and ready. So we'll see you guys. Hey, we release these every Friday morning at 8 a.m. So I just don't go to work on Friday. Wait for our podcast <laughs> and then go in late. That's probably my first recommendation. <laughs> we'll see you guys. Y'all take care. All right. Thanks all. Thanks for listening to the Prepping Academy podcast. Preppers unite at www.preppingacademy.com. Are you a prepper or homesteader looking to connect with like-minded people in your area? Looking to start your own preparedness group? Already have a group? Well, look no further than PrepperNet. PrepperNet is dedicated to personal responsibility, individual freedoms, and being self-reliant. PrepperNet has monthly meetings in over 100 cities where you can meet and learn with like-minded people in your area. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. Find us online at PrepperNet.com.